Welcome back to the Marty Party, guys, where every week we're featuring amazing guests from all over San Antonio, new construction, home sales, mortgages, and more. So we are so excited to be back with another great guest, a wonderful friend of mine, Miss Jennifer. How are you? I'm are you? doing wonderful, Chris. How are you doing today? Good, good. I guess it's good. technically Mrs., right? Is it technically it, it's Mrs.? It's been that way for about seven years Yes, now. <laughs> I guess it's technically Mrs., but yes. Yeah. But I, hey, I, I'm trying to remember... You and Tom weren't married when I... No. No, you guys were not. So, so we're still dating. Yes, that's right. And I had just started with my current company. Right. And you were just opening up Rebate House. <laughs> I know. I we think were I was like your first or second yeah. real true cold stop. Yes, legit. With like, and hey, we have a flyer. This is what we do. Yeah, and I was just like... Oh, you're so cute. You're, you could be my little boy. <laughs> it's so <Yeah>. late. <laughs> but it, it really was it, like that. But it, but it just kind of clicked. Absolutely. And so it was kind of neat because, you know, I was trying to figure out my current company. They've yep. been in business 67 years now. Yeah, that's crazy. And, um, and you're trying to build your platform and our integrity lined up. Yeah, absolutely. And so Amazing. we just kind of hit it off. You've been my my little buddy, you know, ever since. That's funny. That's so funny. <laughs> well, that is... That is, yeah, that is our starting sure. point. But I want to go back to your starting point. So before we get into the crazy real estate world uh -huh. and how we how we work together and how we help people win, tell me about your upbringing. Where did you guys grow up? Where did you grow up? Oh, my God, goodness. Fabulous question. So did you ever watch the show Little House on the Prairie? Yes. <laughs> well, there really is a town of Walnut Grove. Okay. And then you know how they traveled to Sleepy yes. Eye, New Alm, and Mankato? Yes. I grew up in that river valley in New Alm. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, so I, I grew up there, came down to San Antonio, God, I think I was 19, oh, maybe okay. right before my 20th birthday. And did you come here for a reason, did like family move here? Yeah, so my um, son's daddy okay. um, got a job, and they told me that when you're married, you're supposed to follow him, so I did. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, we were married, God, almost 16 years, and then, you know, life moved on and happened, Yep. and fast forward what, about 30 years? I met my current husband. It's crazy. And we've been together for seven years now. That's amazing. That's I'm happy for y'all. Tom's <laughs> a good dude, so shout out to Tom. But uh, when you moved to San Antonio, that, that's I think that's interesting just because people, you've been here a long time and you've seen it kind of grow around you. What was it like when you first moved? Do you remember San Antonio like 30 years ago? Like what was okay. it like? So don't laugh at me, okay? <laughs> and this is, I swear this is a true story. When we first got here, I grew up in, like, a farming area. Right. I had never seen a four-lane four highway before. Oh, gosh. So I did everything I could to avoid Loop 410. Like you wouldn't drive there. No, no. I would drive <laughs> on the access road. I would take streets around it. Um, and I did that for about a year. And anything to get around town without going on I-10. 1604 <laughs> wasn't even up yet. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, so, yeah, so I... I came from a town of less than 10,000 people. And you came to San Antonio. And I came to San Antonio. Boom. That's yeah, literally, and it grew around you. So yes. what side of town did you, what type of side of town were you all living on when you got here? So when we first got here, we were kind of doing traveling. My um, son's daddy did um, work for Unisys, and he was um, back in the day, you know, computer. Yes. Um, the big boxes. Yes. So like he did military um, computer hardware. Yes. Maintenance, I guess is what it's called. And literally, they had big rooms. Right. So he would go from base to base as they needed them. So we started in San Antonio. Then they put us up in Lubbock. Oh, wow. Then they moved us over to Shreveport. So you were everywhere. And then they put us in Abilene. And then finally, we got the call. 
Okay, you can go to Altus, Oklahoma, or San Antonio. <laughs> Altus, <laughs> Oklahoma. Wow. So we chose San Antonio. Amazing. And this is where we just ended up. And you said so. No. So yeah. after that last move back, the uh-huh. second time you didn't leave again. Correct. Well, and these are all done like in a nine month period. All of these. Yes, all these little different spots. That's crazy. Yes. So you weren't even like uh, you were living out of like suitcases. suitcases out of out of hotels. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I guess, like you said, you, when you're married, that's what you did. You just did. follow them, yeah. yeah. That's, that's crazy. So okay, it's so, quite the adventure. So give me, um, give me a, I guess, a history lesson. I, I didn't live here at this time, so I'm unfamiliar with um, what San Antonio looked like back then. I mean, what what did you guys do? Like, was there like a okay. spot that y'all like to go to, or what was it like? Okay, so we we're young. Okay. Um, and at that time, there was only one other family, maybe two other family members. My son's daddy's from a family of fourteen. Okay. And so. And we're the youngest ones to, like, leave the county. That's great. <laughs> and so um, when we got here, we were, we found an apartment off of Hebner and I-10. Which was no, like, nothing was there, right? Yeah. And, no, in fact, I remember putting my son in a bicycle rack on yes. the back, and we're pedaling. And we went around um, Hebner, down the access road, came up Desavala, and came back, like, on Lock Hill Selma. Yes. And that was totally safe back then. That's crazy. Like, that so, was just, like... Normal. Yeah. That was normal. That's wild. So, and I think Clark is over there. Yes. And that was like fairly new. Really? Churchill was fairly new. So, so when I started my career, I started in the apartment business. Okay. Because I didn't know anybody. And this is how naive you can be. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember getting our first apartment. I thought, oh, that girl's kind of cute. She's bubbly. And look, you get to talk to people all day. That That's easy. Anybody can do that. Yeah, literally. And that launched my real estate career. That's great. So did you work at the apartment complex you were living in? Is that where you started? No, I did not. Um, so um, I actually, my first apartment um, gig was over by the, the medical center. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. And was so, medical center developed at that time? Not like it is today. You know, um, Beacon Hills on Fredericksburg mm-hmm. Road. I don't know what it's called today. They all changed right. multiple times. And um, so that was one of mine. And then Sutton House and Fifth Avenue was off yes. of Vance Jackson. Yep. And I forget the other little street that it goes into. But, you know, Hebner's right over there. And Hebner was just a two-lane road. Which is crazy. crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's super crazy. Because yeah. everything was inside 410, right? Like, outside 410 mm-hmm. was, like, far, right? Well, outside 410 would be, yeah, yes, you know, like, going to New Braunfels. Right. <laughs> You're like... <laughs> oh, I'm outside. You know, I mean, that was uptown. That's crazy. <laughs> That's so crazy. And so San Antonio's been interesting because it's always moved north, right? Like, back then, you know, everybody, like, the, and I mean, it still is a thing, but Alamo Heights was, like, kind of the thing, right? Like, yes. that was, like, the place, right? Yes. And then they all kind of went north to Chavano Park and they went north again it, to yes. Stone Oak, right? And now we're in the Boulevardy Spring Branch, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. Like, it, it just, is. like, legit keep, like, I remember when um, the San Marcos outlets just opened up stop it that's crazy and nothing and, was there right like right and so we lived over off of um well at that time we probably lived i think off of 3009 okay and there wasn't even a mcdonald's there was a fajita <laughs> junction a fajita <laughs> junction <laughs> and and so i was telling uh, my son's daddy i said you know we would make a fortune right if we opened up a mcdonald's right there right there and this was you know back in probably the late 80s, early 90s, and he's like, that's $500,000. You know how many hamburgers you have? So, so, you know, the moral of that story is 
if you see a vision, Absolutely. you have to figure it out and just go. Execute it. Imagine yeah. having any of those right there. Think That's, about how many burgers we would have been flipping 30 years later. They're still there. They're still there. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, that's mm -hmm. crazy. That's insane. So you would literally drive from 3009 out to the outlet mall. And the New Braunfels so, was nothing even it, then, right? No, nothing. And our closest grocery store, there was a little mom and pops inside shirts at the time. But we'd drive all the way to Pat Booker to the Albertsons. <laughs> I don't know. Do, do y'all know what? Yes, I know what because we had we had so New Braun. Well, I grew up in Las Vegas. New Braunfels has Vons and Albertsons. Yes. They're the two okay. big competing chains. But here, even for the locals in New Braunfels, um, that the city hall where New Braunfels City Hall is, that was in Albertsons. That's right. That was at Albertsons. Mm -hmm. So it's crazy because they kind of went like out of business here, which is weird. They like went away. Well, I think HEB outproduced them. Yeah, that would make or sense. Or maybe that's. I can't do a shout out for HEB, but I love my HEB. HEB is good. The I also think that. It's funny, too, because in Houston, obviously, Kroger's a thing there. And I don't think we ever had Kroger. So, so in about 2005, I moved to Houston. Yes. South Houston, okay. down by Tiki Island. Yes. And um, and there wasn't even a H-E-B in that area. I don't even know if there was H-E-Bs yet in Houston. Very few. Very, very and, few. And I, so 610 wasn't even developed that far down. Right. By League City, if you ever go out of a cruise now, League City. Um, Gallison. Well, there's that little other town, Dickinson. Yep. There's that big outlet mall there. Yes. That was nothing back in 2005. That's crazy. Nothing. So, okay, so, like, if, just talking on that, so right now, right, like, you hear that, and I feel like we've have had rapid development all across the state, mm -hmm. and we're not slowing down. Like, we're still no. developing. So you can still, like, these opportunities where you're, you know, you're talking about, like, hey, like, miss the boat on a McDonald's. People can still come here and do this stuff, right? They can, and, you know, this is where you kind of get upset because the media wants you to believe that, you know, that we're not supposed to live the American dream anymore. Right, absolutely. And if you are trying to build a business, they kind of make it hard to, for you to get started. Okay. Um, and, well, you know, you, you yeah. started your business, absolutely. right? And, um, but at the end of the day, it takes a great mentor. It also has to have a fire within you. Yes, and a little bit of naivety to believe that you can make it. That's, that was me for sure. That was 100% me for sure. Because when I look back, right, like when I look back at how we started, you were completely right. We had no brand. We had no money. We had like not, nothing to like actually succeed except like a belief of like, oh, this is a good idea. I really think people are going to like this, which yeah. I think the Lord and people actually happen to do, you know. But I, I agree with that. Like, and, But you have to just do it because, like, if I had just waited around and been like, oh, no, you know, Realty Group A and Realty Group B kind of own that space, which they did. It was really yes. two people that own that space. You know, we would have never came in, right? And right. now, you know, we may not be the number one in that space or whatever. I, I don't actually know how it stands, but we have a sizable chunk of it, whereas it, before it was just heavily dominated by two people, you know. But when you started your vision, right? you and I talked a lot about it. It's like – it doesn't matter right. because you, at first it's about perception. Correct. Are people going to like me? Are they going to be nice to me and my wife? And, right. you know, Lily was just a baby. Right, absolutely. I mean, crazy like months old. And so it was like you can't listen to the noise. Right, literally. Just be you because your integrity and your and your desire to help families, right? that needs to overdrive public perception, and you can't care whether people like you or not. No, absolutely. And you have and to, you have to, like you said, do what's right. Yeah, and so, so you know, again, that's where you and I really brained a lot together. And then we both found out that we 
we really don't believe you need a four-year education no. to to build personal wealth. No, absolutely. So, okay, let's talk about that because I know we've talked about that a lot off, off camera. So um, I think that what's interesting is for people that don't know, viewers that don't know, real estate, mortgages, insurance, title, home building, new home sales, the whole gambit of stuff, right? Yep. A lot of those people are not college educated at all. And they make, they out earn significantly yep. what, you know, people that get three, four, five year degrees earn, right? So um, I'm trying to think like, okay, so new home sales, right? For example, like what would you consider just for someone who doesn't know, like what what is your job description? What do you do? We do everything with no empowerment. <laughs> And what I mean by that is we have to educate buyers. Right. We have have to help them understand that renting is not the best. Renting has a place in life, but it's not the ultimate answer. Correct. And what I mean by that is we have to show people sometimes and teach them that, hey, if you buy a home, it is a little scary, but if you're paying $1,300 a month rent by yourself. Correct. And you get a three-bedroom house. Right. And you're okay with bringing in two roommates. Now you're living for free. Literally. And they're, and they're paying and they're paying less a month in rent. Than they would find anywhere else. Yes. So, so they're happy to do it. Yes. So, you know, that's your personal wealth starting. Absolutely. I think that's a, I think that's a really good angle. So um, what she just described, of course, can be done by anybody, um, especially for we have a lot of military in San Antonio, yes. a lot of military uh, people coming in and out. I'm sure you all know these crash pads, pit pads. That's something that a lot of veterans don't take advantage of. Same type of concept, mm -hmm. right? They use their VA loan, zero down, yeah. buy a new construction home, no closing costs, right? Everything's covered yeah. by the builder. So now you have this home that you paid $0 to get into. You buy a huge one, right? Four or five bedrooms as big as they sell it to you. Rent each mm -hmm. room, and there you go. And even when you PCS out of here, guess what? That property still remains. And, and you can do that. And you can keep or doing that. where my history comes from, after my son's dad and I divorced, yes, um, I remember my dad telling me, my daddy's 85 now, so he, but he was hard on me. He's just like, girl, you go get a regular job. Commission doesn't work for a single mom. And don't call me if you stay in that business if you need um, your bills paid. Shut <laughs> up. He had so, no belief. No, so it's hard love. Right. So if... Basically, he was saying, if you believe in yourself that much, go out and do it. But he said, he goes, I want you to save your money as, as hard as you can. At that time, I was an apartment manager. Okay? Right. Um, and he said, save your money, and I want you to buy a house. I'm, Daddy, I can't buy a house. I need a man to do that. <laughs> Ladies, let me tell you, you don't. <laughs> yeah, you, do, you don't. <laughs> and here's why. His, his words of wisdom has always rung, and I've helped a lot of single women yes understand this he said baby girl if if you live in an apartment and something happens in your life you and your child will leave with your sad little story in two suitcases right and you don't have the chance to change your your situation correct if you have a home you can bring a renter in yep you can rent it out yes or you can sell in and take out the equity right and actually make but the money. you can change the outcome of that life's hiccup yes that's good so i've always just so i did that you know i tell you god just blessed me with enough naivety that's amazing just to do things right and it served me well it has served you well i mm -hmm. mean i know that you guys have even just personally with tom recently i know that y'all have been able to step up quite a bit through yeah. assets that you bought years and years yeah. and years ago yeah. that you were able to sell and 
Yeah. You know, get to where y'all you are know? today. And you guys helped us get there. Yeah. Hey, we, we tried. <laughs> we do the best we can. Yeah. We're excited. I mean, so I think that that's, I think that's, I think what you just said is really empowering, especially for a lot of people that, that don't understand. I was talking to, who was I forget who I was talking to, but I was telling somebody recently that when you look at every bad thing that existed six months ago, buying a house, there were none for sale. You had to pay over asking. No appraisal waiver, no inspection period, nothing, right? Like just sh no closing costs, just shove, 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 right? Now it's the complete opposite, but you have a 7% rate. So people six months ago were okay with all of this stuff, right? This laundry list of like no inspections, over asking, you know, competitiveness, like no closing costs, crazy things. But now their payment's $300 a month higher and they get all this other stuff, yeah. right? But they're like, oh no, that's so not good. So let's talk about that. Yes. So people always need a place to live. Right, absolutely. So in my real estate career, I've been in real estate from apartment business to new homes now for 37 years. Yeah. That's a long time. I have never seen what's happened in the last three years. Ever. Happen all at once. So, you know, again, you need you need to um, build your wealth. Yes. And is 7% scary? Yeah, a little bit, but but not. Okay, so I started doing new home sales in the late 90s. Right. Probably around 97, 98-ish. And um, my very first contract I wrote, it was 11.75. But it was 60K probably. <laughs> the house was like no, 60,000. No, no, it was 115,000, and that was um, for a national company's Hallmark series. Oh, okay, yeah, I get it. Okay. And so, and it was actually over in Redland Oaks. That's crazy. And Redland Oaks was a small little yep. two-lane, almost farm-to-market road there, rickety and just like, and we had, and people were still standing outside. So whether it's 120,000, 115, do the math, 11.75, yep. your payment is still ugly for the day. Right, absolutely. But you need a home. Right. And so here's what I say is if, and, you know, some people could afford to do that 20, 30, 40, 50, or 100,000 over. Right. Most people could not. And right. And that's why they had to settle into rental properties. Correct. Okay. So now we're just kind of at the opposite. Right. Where this wave has been down in the, you know, below fours, gal, from what? 2012, maybe? It, it spiked a little bit because when I first, when I was buying with y'all and I took that cancel, <laughs> that's funny, my bad. Uh, bad. That, was, that was 20, <laughs> 2016, 2017. I think that I got a 4.75 on an FHA loan that year, but then they came back down under four like right after that. So they, they, they were going so, up then, like 15, 16, they bit. were going up, but then they went back all the way back down. So, you know, when that happened, you know, like people, families in your age bracket. Right. They haven't seen a 6%. Right. So we're just like, what is this? What is this? So it's scary. Right. Their parents had to do maybe, you know, we were taught as first-time homebuyers, got to have 20%. Right. Well, you don't. Right. Um, so it's it's just about getting out there, getting the right inf information, and just stop talking to your friends. <laughs> that, don't, that, don't, that don't know. You know, because every person has their own stories. Right. Not everybody's going to tell you about their personal credit hiccups, how much money they got in the bank. It's very private information. Absolutely. So come talk to a professional. That actually um, can help you. That can help you, and that's going to give you good advice. And so going back, because I get off on these little bunny trails, but, you know, <laughs> but, but, you know going back to um, the interest rate. Yes. 
we're in a pricing correction. Correct. Not a market collapse. Collapse. Yes. Because when you have the perfect storm, no materials, no houses. Right. You know, and the best example I can give of this in my mind is when I lived in Houston, I lived through Rita Ike or Rita, Katrina, and Ike. Right. When you live on a coastal city like that, when a hurricane comes through or a flood, you vendors cannot, like, price gouge. Right. And move up. Right. And so, yes, did cost of things come up because of COVID and right. things like that? Yes. But I think that they also took advantage of how much can we get, where's our ceiling? Absolutely. People pushed it into the, and you see that now, and even so with home that's building. Why, that's why I call it price correction. Right. And so when you have that price correction, 7%, you know, is still high. But the economy can't function off of 3% interest for long. No, absolutely not. So there has to be an equal medium. Right. So I think, you know, um, get into your home now. Love the home. Right. Date the rate. Yeah, date the rate. And refinance. Down the road. Um, down the road. I, I was talking to my neighbor yesterday about that because I was telling him that I want to go ahead and buy a couple things right now, just, just a couple investment homes, right, while, while take advantage of the opportunity. And he was like, well, why would you do that? You know, rates. I said, look, because this is going to go one of two ways, right? The prices are, of the homes are going to go back up. We all know that. This little six-month window where there's so many inventory homes and people are giving things away, this is a very small season, right? Mm-hmm. And what's going to happen with my rate is going to be one of two things. Either A, I'm going to be the smartest person in the room that bought at a 7, and now the rates are 12, and I'll be like, look, I have one at 7, right? Yeah. They're 12 now. Or, like you said, they're going to come back down, and you refi, but then still you're the smartest person in the room who bought a home that's 60K cheaper because as soon as prices start com- rates start coming back down, builders are going to increase prices as soon as rates come down. Development and land costs, and especially with city growth. Yep. Texas is not slowing down. People. No, no, not at all. <laughs> so you can either... Invest in yourself, give the money to you, or continue to give the landlord. Absolutely. You know, wealthy people aren't poor. Right. And, and rent uh, and rent's, ex- rent's expensive. I was renting a house out. I own a home in Heather Glen, four bedroom, three bath, one story, 2,300 square feet. I was getting $2,500 a month in rent for that property on like, my mortgage, like 1600 bucks, right? And I bought that home two and a half years ago. I didn't even put 20% down. I put like... 15 and I got 6% of it back because Lennar was doing that at yeah. that time. So, you know, my, my point is, is that like landlords are making a grip, right? Like they are. They know something. Yes. So you should follow, right? Right. Legit. <laughs> like legitimately like they. Are- so, you know, so I've got several friends still in the apartment business. Yes. And when I had lunch with them a few months ago, they're getting ready to build their budgets. Um, August, September, October. So right. their budget building season and presenting in November and December. Right. And they were told for the first time, normally you budget between 6 and 8% increases. Yes. They were told 20%. Do the math. Yeah. It's ugly. That's very ugly. So, you know, it's, you can't be afraid. Right. At all. It's crazy. It's just, you just have to do it. After, and there, and there, I think the big thing, okay, so let's talk about this, right? So I think there's a lot of people. So uh, the building that you currently work at, I know, um, helps a lot of people. Um, let me can say that. I'm sure it's for Roush Coleman. She's a great uh, entry-level entry home builder. <laughs> Shout out to them. I do a lot with them. But uh, Roush Coleman, I think, has a lot of pro- – they've aligned themselves with a lot of programs that actually get Help. people mm-hmm. into homes. Yes. I think a lot of people think, oh – 
my credit or I don't have much money down or X, Y, and Z. And I know that you and I personally have had a lot of people that we've worked together that we knew that we looked at them and said, oh, man, they're six months out. But they got it together in six months, you know? Well, here's the thing is everybody can afford a home. Right. They just need to um, find their when. Right. The scariest thing to do is to go out and just start looking. Right. We all have champagne taste. <laughs> we all like the bling. Yes. And the reality right now where payments are in the um, two-income family, you know, in San Antonio and, and here I would say, you know, sometimes $80,000 between uh, a dual income. Yes. Am I about right? That's about what I'm seeing. Yeah, I agree with I agree um, with that. A two two income family. Yeah, yeah, it's about so eighty, maybe eighty five. So, um, you know, when you're looking at that, it is scary to have a twenty one hundred dollar month payment. Right when you when you're spending literally twenty five percent of your but, income. But if you're living someplace where you're unhappy, you're you're going out, you're doing a lot of window shopping. Look at your bank statement. See where you're spending that extra money. Right. And just adjust. Correct. And, you know, and we talked about this. I mean, you were probably one of the most conservative people <laughs> that I was coaching yes. to do this. Yes. Right? And everybody, I like my lifestyle. I love to travel. I like to, you know, go to football game. You know, whatever your 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 luxury button is. Everybody right. has one. Right. It's great. But if you're buying the home that you love... It just falls into place, right? And, and I think that I think that people forget that, like you said, apartments, right? Twenty mm-hmm. percent increases. You know these these things are going and no up. tax write off. Yeah, no tax write off. So when you buy your house and you lock in, yes, property taxes go up every year, but not that much, right? Like it's no, it's it's, a, it's exactly you're, you're, it's more got a ceiling <laughs> mar- marginal, right? So that's not terrible. But think about that, right? So okay, cool. You buy and your year one is stressful, but then your job your raise comes, right? You get the, you get the better opportunity, things like that. This is still the same, yeah. right? But guess what? You get your raise and you're renting. Your raise goes right out the window to the annual increase. Or guess what? Increase. You, you love your kitchen. Right. And all of a sudden now cooking at home is a lot more fun than when you lived in the kitchen you hated. Right. And then now you're saving money there. Yeah. I, I just think that people forget that homes, when you buy a home, like you're, you're kind of locking yourself in time. Like, yes, payments will go up because of taxes. We understand. But so not by yeah, but not by that much, right? Yeah. Like legit, like you're not going to go from a twelve hundred dollar mortgage one year to two thousand the next. That's not going to happen, right? No. You'll go from twelve to maybe thirteen, thirteen fifty, you know, whatever. Right. But you're not going to go to two thousand, no. right? So there, it's kind of like locking. It's like a time capsule. Like you're locking in into time, and if you do the math on how much money you're going to throw away in rent to rent increases and things like that, even if you bought yeah. an entry level home, right? This is something that we we need to go back to. A lot of people used to do this, right? KB, another big national builder, right? Um, they were selling linoleum floors and the and the I forget the name of the countertops. They were like the laminate, the, yeah, laminate countertops. Same thing, yeah, laminate countertops, right? Oh. Okay, cool. So instead of you spending rent in your apartment. <laughs> apartment complex you wait a year you save you put granite in what does that cost two thousand dollars you know legit do you remember the story i told you about my house that i bought on sugar yes yes i do (laughs) so i didn't want to i've always bought a home from the builder i worked for right and this time i thought when i i was wise enough when i started working up new Braunfels, i really like this town i think i want to live here but i better buy before i can't afford it right absolutely and so i did and i thought i don't want to live in the same house that I've been selling. Right. So I want, for the first time, I, I went to a pre-owned. Right. 
beautiful home. It was just everything I loved. And I'll never forget the night before closing, I woke up and I thought, $230,000 and I don't even have granite. <laughs> and I picked up my phone, started looking at the pictures, and it was like, I don't even have a microwave. <laughs> and I was just like, what am I doing? I love the house. I got it. You know, it didn't matter. Right. I loved the space. I loved the neighborhood. It That stuff was irrelevant. And, but, and you were able to go in after the fact and add it. Towards the end, yes. Yes. Um, so, um, you know, so I just believe, you know, that's where new or, yeah, new comes above the pre-owns right yes. now for people who are nervous about the payment right. and the maintenance of a home. So when you buy new, you also get a warranty with Correct. it. Correct, yep. And a one-year builder workmanship. Now, you got to read the rules that go with it. You know, when in doubt, always call the warranty department, ask them, right? Right. Um, but you've got control over that maintenance. Pre-owned's a little bit more like a Pandora's box, a little bit. It right. might be good, kind of like, let's make a deal, what's behind door number two or three. Um, but new, you can control that expense. Correct. And not only that. Usually when you're renting, the houses are a little bit older, so your utilities are up. new. You have all the energy efficiencies working together. Correct, because every every year it becomes harder to build homes because they are more stringent. On things that need to be in. Water so, heaters, HVAC, so everything. So you're going to have a lower utility. So it it really does kind of balance out. I agree I agree with that. And that's where we, you know, where we said earlier that the rate being what it is, Seems scary, but I, I put some numbers the other day. So on a 300, I want to tell you I did it at like 350. So like a $350,000 home, I did the difference between a 4% rate and a 7% rate. Uh, and it was a high number. It was like $360 a month, right? But if you do the math on that, right, that's what, four grand a year versus, like you said, utilities, X, Y, and Z. But the big difference is at the end of the day is like, cool, even if the apartment was the same or a little bit less, at the end of the year, that money's all gone. Mm -hmm. Versus you have the tax write-off of the interest rate, which means higher rate, higher write-off, yeah. right? Because you can write off your mortgage insurance. Yes. Um, and then you have all the equity that you've paid into your it's home. It's about the equity. And it's appreciated. Okay, so let's go back to the income thing, right? Right. So if a two-family house has 80000 right, two kids, paying daycare, hello, Chris. Yes, we know. Um, <laughs> it's, it's hard to participate in your employer's 401k. Right. Your house is your 401k. Yeah, literally. I mean, literally, if you can't participate in that, buy a home and let that be and your and 401k. Let, and let that be your retirement. And that's such a true That's such a true story. I think that people forget that mm -hmm. um, whole life insurance, right? That's yeah. something that, that I've maintained. Just you never know what yeah. happens, right? And it's the same type of thing, right? I'm paying this money, um, and it pays – the, you got to look yeah. at how it works. But anyways, you get a part that, like, you can use, right? Yeah. Like, there's, like, yeah. a part that you get that you can use. It's, like, a bank account, a savings account. It's the same thing, but the thing with my policy is that my policy can never be sold to another person. It can never increase in value, right? Right. So even when you're like, oh, I've got a 401k or, oh, I've got, you know, uh, a whole life policy or whatever, um, your house can be sold to another person. We're back to what my daddy said, right? Legit, can be sold to <laughs> another person and can go up in value. And historically, they've always it's, gone up. It is, real estate is the most solid yes. investment out there, period. Absolutely. And that, so, you know, it, it just kind of goes back to, you know, why I love what I do. Right. Because I sell a little bit differently. I'm more of an advisor. Right. I plant seeds, let people check it out. And, you know, they 
a lot of people call me Mama J <laughs> because, you know, because I'm, I'm more of an advisor. Right. And I counsel right. through the process. And and I can't tell you how many times over my career where I, I get a young couple in right. or that they've been married 10, 12, 15 years and they don't have life insurance. They've got two plus kids. Right. And then I have to, and they are, you know, either into sportings or, you know, whatever their hobby is that's expensive. Because it's always expensive, right? Always. Either traveling or something. Always it's always expensive. expensive. And they don't necessarily want to get it up or right. give it up. And so I have to really go into that Mama J mode and right. say, you know, aren't you doing your family a disservice? Absolutely. And they'll be like, what? What happens if something happens to you, Mr. Breadwinner? Right. And you're in an apartment or in a rental house. How is your beautiful wife going to take care of her babies when she just lost half of her income? Literally. Or three quarters of her income. And you never know. Time is unpredictable. Absolutely. You know, and so that's an uncomfortable conversation. But I can't tell you over my career how many people have come back with life insurance and thank me for getting them into a home. And then they'll say, you know, I didn't have to give up my racing after all. That's, you know, that's I didn't awesome. have to give up my travel. Right. That's amazing. Because what happened is that they started cooking at home and they don't realize that when you're not happy in the space that you're living, you find reason to go out. And that's that's a hundred to hundred and fifty dollar day absolutely day out before you even look at it. Right. So yeah, I'm I'm just really big on you gotta take care of that makes sense. That makes a ton of sense. I didn't even think about. I, I've never really thought about people spending money because their home space is not super enjoyable, it's right? Not giving them the quality of life they want, so they go out. They're avoiding that, it, and then that adds even more expenses to the bottom yeah. line versus just like doing home improvements. Yeah, that's crazy. That's really interesting. Well, I, I think too. Um, we were talking about the granite, right, and adding the mm -hmm. granite and things like that. Um, I think that it should be known and it should be heard that these things are not super expensive to do after closing there's a lot They're of financing good. options available like for people you know home depot credit cards well, and things like that well let's let's just reverse that a little bit right right because those credit cards yes have hellacious interest rates. you're right. afraid of my my seven yes. percent now let's talk 21 yes um but wait two or three years and you might have just enough equity where you could take out an equity loan correct and those are or fixed low yes or better yet instead of spending your tax return three or four different times, put it aside for a home improvement project. Absolutely. And then you can pay cash. And yeah, and be done. Cash and is king. Yeah, cash is king. <laughs> no interest, no fees. But I think that like a lot of people, you know, okay, so when I've been talking to buyers recently, I've been telling people, hey, look, right, let's focus on the community and let's focus on the floor plan. Moving walls is hard, yes. right? Moving yes. walls is hard and very expensive, right? Yes. Painting is easy, right? You don't like a color, we'll paint the heck out of it. Yeah. Countertops is simple. Flooring is simple, right? These are things that people can do. Even homes, a lot of homes get sold without patios, right? And people are like, oh, that's I don't I want a patio. Great. Maybe how often are you going to sit there? And maybe the builder is going to give you the 8 by 8 right, or the 10 by 10 You know, yeah, you, you can't can even put a fact. patio table on it. No, and you can come back after the fact and do Build your own. Build it the way you want it. Correct. You know, um, and not only that, young families, it's always important. I'm going to spend so much time outside. Really? Are you really going to spend how just ask yourself this summer how many times did you sit on your back patio or sit on your front step? I will tell at 115 you 115 degrees. I was, I was about to say I will tell you I will be the first person to tell you that we pray, we probably swim we have a, a pool right uh -huh. we we probably swam like maybe four or five times this summer. It's too yeah. hot. 
Yeah. Like, legitimately, it was so hot. And so, yeah, it, it's like you said, like, even if you do this stuff, maybe you're not. Some people do. There's people yeah. that are retired out there. I respect it. And they're outside every day. There's literally uh, some. <laughs> the, they're the parents of one of my good friends that lives in my cul-de-sac. That man is mowing his grass every day. And I'm just like. Does he know Tom? No, dude, the sand is, this guy's, they could go battle on yard work because they are outside every day. I'm just like, man, your grass grew this much overnight, you know? But yeah, it's perfect. It's super perfect. So I understand if if you have a lot of time, there are people that do that. But we're working with a lot of people, like you said, that are very much in the middle of life, right? In the younger years where it's very busy. Yes. You know, things like that. And you're never home. You wake up at six and seven, you're rushing out the door, kids to school, work. By the time that you, okay, school's out, after sports activity, okay, cool. Are we going to eat at home? Probably not. McDonald's, whatever. It's 830. What are you going yes. to your backyard? <laughs> oh, Saturday. Oh, but I thought you were in travel ball or travel yeah. football, right? Because Saturday you have to go to the you're field, gone. Yeah. right? Yeah, you're gone. So maybe Sunday, if you even have the energy, you will hang out in your backyard, yeah. you know? So my husband just retired, as yes. you know, um, and... Three years ago, we bought our house. Yes, and um, and we do spend a little bit more time out watching the sunset. That's good. Talking and having a cocktail. Good for, good for <laughs> but y'all. we don't have kids. Um, we don't have any of that. Right. That's our time together. Right. Absolutely. Um, that's, that's good for y'all. So, um, so there's a time where that's really important. Right. But what's really important today, I believe, is increasing your quality of life Correct. through home ownership. It's not, to me, it's no longer about the bling. Right. Um, let's just get off HDTV, okay? <laughs> and, I mean, that is the worst. Um, because at the end of the day, families need space. Yeah. And and so get the proper space so you can That's live good. in your home for, you know, for eight to ten years now. Because the cost of housing is going to go up p- probably faster than our personal economics. Yes, and so if you can go up a little bit more in square footage and be comfortable a little bit longer, because, you know, when you in real estate, I believe um, that your first 10 years is your, and correct me if, if I'm wrong or yeah. chime in, um, is your fastest growing equity state. Correct. That is correct. And when interest rates were four and below, people were selling their houses every three years. Which is, yeah crazy and that's typically not the trend either yeah it's supposed to be five to seven you know so i think right now we're gonna be you know if you can stay in your house eight you've got the fastest growth part of your investment easy and you don't necessarily have to upgrade correct and so now like that's exactly what she's saying right with the way that the rates are, we don't know where they're going to be in a little bit, right? They could be yeah. higher, right? They maybe we hope they they're lower and you can refi, but they could be higher. So it is important that you do buy soon, but it's more important that you buy correctly, correctly. right? Mm-hmm. Like and try and future proof a little bit in the sense of like, okay, is there a potential that we could have children or additional children, right? Is there a potential that we have pets coming in, right? In laws, you know, that stuff happens, right? Because that's it's no longer like she said where I had people that would buy for me all around town, all the neighborhoods yeah. that she knows, you know, they'd buy for me three years ago. Oh, I got this one, right? This three, two bedroom, 1500 square feet bet. Okay. Three years later, we got to sell. Hey, we got to upgrade. You're not going to want to do that. If your rates 12%, you know what I mean? Well, and then the cost of the house just went up 15,000. Yes. Right. Because they were going up over, they were going year over year back then, you know, mm-hmm. maybe five to 8,000 for a minute there, you know, yeah. total for the whole year. Yeah. But now it's like, Oh, cool. 30, you know, and so yeah. two years go by, you're at sixty thousand dollars in exactly additional so, costs. You know, at Roush Coleman, yes, um, we've taken a hard look at it. Yep, and 
again, our, our relationship is so unique because I remember when I opened up White Wing. Yes. You're like, Jennifer, we need two sinks in the bathroom. Yes. We need the separate tub shower. And I'd be like, Chris, no. People in New Braunfels need larger square footage. Right, they do. Place. Right. But in that, you know, I've been with them almost seven years, so six and a half years ago, that's what we're trained. Right. I got to have this, the bougie things. Right. The bling. Right. And so, but Roush Coleman has always done a very good job with their floor plans. Yes. Um, Minimal hallways, larger secondary bedrooms, huge masters, lovely kitchens. Yes. But we, when we design them out and pre-design our spec homes, we're not putting a lot of bling in them anymore. Right. Um, we're back to our basic of who Roush Coleman is. Which is good. And it has served us well for 67 years. Well, and it'll get, it'll allow people, like we said, to get into these homes, grow into them, and yes. then from there, they can... Make their yeah, make their adjustments, add their add-ons and things yeah. like that. That's awesome. So. This has been super helpful. So, do you have any final thoughts you want to share with anybody? Oh, I'm just so proud of you. I oh, mean, I'm just stop, like a happy babe. mama bear, um, because I've seen seen you and Meredith just grow, oh. and just think outside the box. But your heart to help people is amazing. Thank you. And you know, I've got a soft butt for you guys yes. and the little lily bug. Um, Poor little Luke. I don't get to see you much because y'all are so busy. I know. But you used to live right around the corner. Yes. And, um, Lily would come by a lot. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but, you know, getting back to buying the right space. Yes. Let's tell that quick little story. Okay. Go ahead. So, now don't, and this is where Go ahead. true, true mentor yeah. and a true salesman really is looking out. And this is why I do what I do. Absolutely. Go ahead. So, um, Chris and his wife, Meredith, would would come over and just chat. It wasn't necessarily about, you know, br- doing business. It was just brainstorming and helping them think through different things, getting an outsider's perspective. And before you knew it, he had, they had sold a lot of Roush Coleman homes right. with, with us in San Antonio and up in White Wing. And, and um, Meredith was going to get her very first, yes. very, very first home. Yes. Love you, Meredith. And I fought for you hard. I ruined and, this. And, and, Chris, I don't know if you know, but he really is a penny pincher. Oh, gosh. <laughs> he is very tight. Yes. Um, and very budget-oriented. But so there, he knew our value yes. was the best around. In, yes, and, by far. And so we had designed a home. Um, they didn't get any peripheral treatment. They paid what everybody else was getting. And... Um, couldn't use a realtor commission off of any of the transaction. You know, that's how we roll. And um, and so anyway, we got him under contract. <laughs> Meredith built her house. Yeah, she was all her colors. She was so happy. She was so delighted. I really She was. had the barreled ceiling picked out. Yes, which y'all didn't do that. And then our lovely folks that are now with Rebate, Joey and Andrew, yes. came by, and their their business platform was a little bit different. Right. The time of the year was better. Right. They allowed Chris to use all of his commission. Yes. Got a smoking deal. Yes. And and what was it that I, I told you? I said, Chris, I understand the value right. and everything. And I said, I get it. Because he didn't know. He was afraid to come tell me yeah, we're gonna that, that the they were going to cancel the house. Right. And, and what did I say? I said, I want you and Meredith to make the best lifestyle choice. Right. For your growing family, I said, but what hurts me is that 
Meredith had personally selected everything yes. in this home, and she was going to go to a predetermined. Right. And um, and and so I remember when you guys went on your building on your final home to raise your kids in. Right. Um, you had to kind of pay that day because you're just like. Oh, I ruined I, it once before. She, he's just like I had to give her a bigger budget. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I did. So, so the moral of that story is they loved what they had. Yes. And then all of a sudden, this other house came up that really did complement your lifestyle and where your family direction and and you're going to be growing your family. Right. Absolutely. And your first house, you did what every first time homebuyer did: your payment shopping. Yeah, absolutely. And and. And when you found that home with right. the right space that would give you that quality of life, right? All of a sudden, you found yourself several hundred dollars more a month, correct? Just like all your other people yes. that you help on a daily basis. So the moral of the story is, even if we're in the profession, yes, we too get caught up on payment shopping, yes, because we don't know what we don't know until you walk into the house that feels like home, correct? And then you're you're paying for it if. If You're you, willing yeah. to pay for it at that point. Exactly. So that's crazy. That's that's <laughs> throws me back. But yeah, yes. but but you know, so people just don't be afraid because we've been there. Your realtor's yeah, been there. Absolutely. We do the same thing. Literally I mean, every day. You know, we payment shop and then we say, "Oh no, I'm shopping for a quality of life. I'm shopping to grow into my home." Absolutely. That's it. <laughs> Day. You put me on blast. Well, I'm paying for it. I'm paying for it. Don't worry. Yes. Meredith is paying for it. Yeah, that was like a husband like faux pas there. Yeah, but it really worked bad. out really well. It did work out well, but we are where we are meant to be. So that's awesome. Yeah, but you know, again, the whole point of my little story was you guys being a first time yep. home buyer. Correct. You did exactly what, what everybody else does. What our customers doing and what we try to coach them not to do. Absolutely. Right. Which sometimes you just have to let them go through the process right. to to come to their Yeah, you can't you can't force fit yourself into something that, you know, just because the numbers make sense, right? It's gotta like you said, it's gotta be correct. Otherwise gotta, you're gonna be calling and, and changing. Right. Um you know. We only ended up even living in that house, the one that we ended up buying. After all, we only ended up living there for like eight months anyways because, like you said, space became an uh-huh. issue. We ended up moving to Civilo, and we just – it was this whole thing of wrong houses before we mm-hmm. finally got got before, better. Yeah, because, you know, it's just life, right? Right. Just like any family, we live on a budget. It's crazy. And, and it's not until you, you live through it where it's like – Oh, I understand now what she was saying. Right, absolutely, and actually follow the plan. Yeah, that's awesome. So, well, thank thanks you for, for having yes, me. Yes, thank you for coming. It's been amazing. I mean, it's been a long time. I, I mean, know. I miss my little boy. I know. <laughs> Stop it. You're, you're funny, but I appreciate it so much. Well, thank you so much for being here. Uh, this is Jennifer again with Roush Coleman. We're going to drop all her info here below. So Roush Coleman has homes that are starting in the high two hundreds, right? Um, I- okay. So in in New Braunfels, we've got two neighborhoods. Okay. Um, it's Spring Valley off okay. of um, Elves and Barbosa over by Creekside. And I believe that they're in the high twos, low threes yes. starting. Um, and then our newest community, Guadalupe Ridge, will be opening up on 725 and Zip Road. Yes. And we don't have pricing yet, but that should be opening up probably December time frame. Perfect. Um, and then Heather's Place has 12 homes left. 
Okay, that's yeah, over, that's in, um, at St. Hedwig. over in St. Hedwig, but we're Shirts ISD, five miles from Randolph. And then we've got, I think, like 10 neighborhoods between um, Converse and South San Antonio down to Lytle. That's amazing. Yeah. So high 200s, guys, they're, they're the best and the best in value, like we talked yes. about, square footage for value and getting into a home with a payment that makes sense. Yes. So we'll drop all of Jennifer's info. Give her a call. Even if she can't help you, she'll direct you to where yes. you know she need, you need to go. But awesome. This has been amazing. Thanks yes, again. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So this has been the Marty Party, guys. Please, as always, follow us on Spotify, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube. Hit that like and subscribe button, and we'll catch you next time with more amazing guests. <laughs>